Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. Before I move into this restorative practice, I'm going to share with you a few distinctions that have been, my, been on my mind and in some ways encapsulates my teaching approach. Self-destruction versus self-preservation. Wrangling for both. Our own demise and ideally a hopeful future. And that's one of the ways in which I see the human experience. It's split. And so I'm going to share a couple of distinctions that uh, support these two approaches. And the reason I'm speaking about this because uh, it supports the focus of this practice, which is on thoracic spine, thoracic spine, and specifically back heart space. Aha, back heart space, where an experience exists and has a tendency of lodging itself. And that is heartbreak, which is something you know. You've been heartbroken at least once in your life, if not many more, and that will visit you in the future. And so this is one of the ways, one of the areas of the body where it lodges behind the actual heart, back heart space, thoracic spine. So that's my focus. And how we can lead ourselves into heartbreak is important to know because we do. And that's the self-destructive side of us. And so on the board, self-destruction. I do not know how to take care of myself and I know it. So the idea is to find yourself in this conversation. That you can take care of yourself in some ways, but there's plenty of ways that you do not take care of yourself and you know it. And that's happening currently in your life. Instead of self-care, I insist on attempting to prove my self-worth. That's where we abandon our self-care. I got to prove to myself and others that I have some value. That's why it's so difficult, so damn difficult to slow down. Because <laughs> what comes are all the conversations that live within you. You can't sit still. Don't be lazy. You have things to do. All these commitments you've taken, promises you've made to make sure that people see you in a particular way. In this vein, I become careless, careless. I care less about me. Abandon my values and suffer as a consequence. And we can do that. It's very easy to abandon our values. As we abandon our values, we also abandon our self-respect until there's nothing left. And so we have a tendency of thinning ourselves out in the attempt to prove our self-worth as we move ourselves along. And that's one of the ways in, we, in which we can self-destruct. I, can, I often see that in the yoga world. So many people that will not give themselves a break. They use their practices to break themselves. That's what happens. And all the excuses to support it. I need to work out, punish myself. <laughs> However it shows up, it's how it can be. You had that extra fork full of spaghetti. You got to burn it off. 
all the ways in which we can punish ourselves. And it lives in practices. And it definitely lives in the practice of yoga. I've been thinking about this because old patterns are starting to visit me yet again. And what I'm noticing, and I'm tempting to put my finger on it, is all the things I don't say. And when I do that, I leave myself out of the conversation that needs to be had. It's very intriguing, very intriguing. I'm noticing this yet again. And how lenient and spacious and abundant and all these kinds of things I can be for other people. With all the excuses, I sacrifice my voice and I make others more important than me. And what's happening currently is I feel left out, which is not a very good feeling. And I'm grappling with that now. I'm like, okay, here I am again. <laughs> Destination I know so well. And I'm bothered by it deeply. And what I have to do to get myself out of this state and make sure it doesn't happen again. And there's an element to self-preservation which is the other side. I know how to take care of myself if I become still, listen, and feel. When I do the whisper of my values, tell me exactly what I need. Ah, the whisper. That soft inner voice that lives within. That we don't pay attention to at times because we're striving for so much. And when I choose, trust, create the space, the very nurturing I need presents itself. That's what's so brilliant about this practice. If it's held that way, what's in front of what's in front of you is a restorative practice. It's very difficult to become still, silent, and feel. Very difficult. But how nourishing it is when you're able to do that. What's great about you is. You pulled yourself out of your lives and you brought yourself to peace retreat. Good for you. <laughs> and so you listened to something within you that got you here. That's something that is worth honoring and appreciating a side of you that wants the best for you because you knew you needed it. Good for you. And the more we can listen to that side, that voice, <clears throat> the better off we're going to be. And that's the attempt here in this practice to listen to yourself because in the listening is everything. How does that seem? Well, then I have a question for you. What's something you do that leads to your self-destruction? <laughs> Probably the very thing you don't want to say out loud. <laughs> Over schedule. Thank you for that. You do not advocate for your own needs. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, very good. 
don't too much work and sometimes leave yourself out of the conversation. Thank you for that. Anybody else? An opportunity to lay it out? Don't need to. If you want to, great. Okay. Okay. Sometimes punish yourself through running. Okay. Thanks for that. <sighs> okay. Very good. <clears throat> good to make it real, this conversation for yourself. <clears throat> so thank you for that. So an element to this practice is a set an intention for yourself. What do you feel you need to take care of yourself? So an intention. Let your values whisper to you through this restorative practice. That's the attempt. Welcome to it. 